Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. This month, we're going to be talking about art and how it can help you in your self-care routines. For a long time, I thought I couldn't do art because I didn't consider myself artistic. But art plays an important role in our lives. God created us to create. Therefore, we need to express ourselves artistically. Not everyone can draw, but everyone can do art. Some people find artistic expression in needlepoint or counted cross-stitch. Some people take photos. You'll notice that Merriam-Webster's dictionary uses the word art as the first descriptor for photography. That makes me smile. I can't draw more than stick people and horses' heads, mostly because I practiced religiously for hours on end every time I was bored in class in elementary school. But I can do art. In fact, as a recovering caregiver, I credit photography as the art form that helped me get unstuck from my semi-depressed state. Six years after Pedro received his stem cell transplant, I attended a summer digital photography class and purchased my first DSLR. That stands for Digital Single Lens Reflex Camera. During class, I learned the basics of good photography, as well as the basics of Adobe Photoshop. In college, and during the early years of our marriage, I had an Olympus OM-1 camera, and I enjoyed taking photographs of people and places. By the time our kids came along, I took fewer and fewer photos as the price of film and processing went up and our income went down. I purchased a point-and-shoot digital camera the year Pedro got sick, but the quality of the photos didn't impress me. Nevertheless, I would enjoy an occasional walk with my camera to capture close-ups of flowers and anything else that looked interesting. But once I discovered the joys of a Canon DSLR, I knew I had found something incredible. I could take thousands, okay, maybe hundreds of thousands of photos, and I only had to print the really good ones. I could throw the rest away. Facebook provided the perfect place to share my art and get feedback from friends. I could practice my art without spending a lot of money. Talk about a win-win situation. People even wanted to buy prints of my photos. I had discovered an artistic outlet that fit my personality and skills. Photography is an easy way to break into art. All it takes is a little bit of practice. So in today's episode, I'm going to share 10 tips for improving your photography. And you don't have to go out and buy an expensive DSLR camera. If you have a cell phone, it probably has a camera. You can start by using that. In fact, with the advent of good cell phone cameras, I carry a camera in my pocket at all times. I love sharing the photos that I snap on Instagram. I'm not so great at writing captions and finding all the little hashtags, but I do love to show the photos that I take with my cell phone. I'll leave a link in the show notes to my Instagram account if you'd like to follow along. If you'd like to explore your artistic side with photography, these tips should help you get started. So first of all, I'm going to share six artistic tips. Tip number one, point of view rules. Ever wondered why your photos look more like mug shots than those cute photos that everyone else shoots? It has a lot to do with point of view. Never shoot someone head on unless you want the mugshot look. 
squat down, stand on something, move to the side, anything to change the perspective from a frontal assault to something more flattering. Tip number two, eliminate the clutter. No, not in your closets, in your pictures. Get closer to the subject to crop out the areas around your subject. Things along the sides and tops of photos often distract from the story you want to tell. If you think a flower looks beautiful, get close enough to fill the frame with it. Get close enough to smell its fragrance before you snap the shot. Tip number three, get dirty. Lay on the ground, hike through the mud, dash out of the house when you see a gorgeous sunset brewing. You'll create memories as well as beautiful photos. Art is messy, and that's okay. Tip number four, megapixels matter. My first digital camera had a whopping 1.2 megapixel sensor. You'll want something that has at least 12 megapixels on a camera phone, or at least 18 on a point-and-shoot, or DSLR. Basically, the more megapixels, the bigger you can blow up the photo. Tip number five, use lines and angles to add interest. Look for natural frames to your photos trees, irrigation pipes, rock outcroppings, anything that creates visual interest in lines to lead the viewer into the photo. This takes practice. Try lots of angles. Tip number six, have fun. Art should excite you, intrigue you, and make you want to keep coming back for more. Here are three technical tips. So tip number seven, shoot once and analyze quickly. I once took 20 photos of a grizzly bear and her two cubs as they moved along a clearing next to the road in Glacier National Park. Not a single photo turned out. I had forgotten that I had changed my camera settings and I didn't do a quick check after the first photo. By the time I realized my mistake, the bears had entered the woods. So make sure you shoot once and then analyze your photo. With some of the new mirrorless cameras, you can actually see through the viewfinder exactly what your photo is going to look like. That's a real game changer for me. Tip number eight, shoot hundreds and analyze at leisure. Take 10, 20, 30, 40 photos of the same thing. It's okay. You don't have to develop them. Change the settings on your camera. Analyze which photos look better and why. I don't recommend this with your cell phone camera though. You might fill your phone's storage space too quickly. Back in the olden days, photographers wrote down all the pertinent information for each shot they took. Time of day, f-stop, camera speed, film details, filters used, and anything else they thought would help them in their analysis. Nowadays, the camera automatically stores all that information, and you can easily access it. My iPhone even saves all of that information for each picture I take. It helps me take better photos the next time. Tip number nine, practice patience. It took me two years to figure out how to take exceptional photos of hummingbirds. No, I don't stew over the problem that entire time. After all, the hummers only visit in mass numbers for about four weeks total each summer. I think I've done a decent job of perfecting my hummingbird studio shots, but it's taken a lot of patience. Number 10, get to know your camera. I don't specialize in reading directions, but reading directions has helped me figure out how to improve my art. Take time, you can do this at leisure, to learn all about the bells and whistles on your camera or phone. The manufacturer's website should have free tutorials. The more you know, the more your confidence will grow. I like to listen to tutorials on taking photos when I'm driving. It gives me something exciting to do when I get to my destination. So don't forget the 10 hacks for taking better photos. Number one, point of view rules. 
Number two, eliminate clutter. Number three, don't be afraid to get dirty. Number four, megapixels matter. Number five, use lines and angles to add interest. Number six, have fun. Number seven, shoot once and analyze quickly. Number eight, shoot hundreds and analyze at leisure. Number nine, practice patience. And number 10, get to know your camera. I'll leave a link in the show notes with a series on how to improve your photography that you might be interested in. Come back next week when we talk about art and your mental health. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.